Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. With the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, a wonderful good morning to everybody out there. I hope you're all wide and awake and chirpy. I know Billy Schmidt is. He's hollering at the microphone already. Oh, jacked up, fellas. <laughs> He's jacked up. Couldn't wait to be on the Cutting Edge Outdoors today. Yeah, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. He is Danny Bush. I am Tommy the True Newbauer. And we do welcome and appreciate you tuning us in this morning. Good morning, guys. A little chilly out this morning, but I that's don't care. good. I'm I love it. Jacked up over here too. I love it. You're, right there, you're jacked up. You're jacked Let's up. Get yeah. jacked. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't there an NFL show yeah, about something like that they, called they did the, Get Jacked? Jacked Up? Get Jacked Up. Yeah, the hit thing. Yeah, Danny yeah. Trevathan definitely yeah. would have made that from this week's Oh, hit. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's going to get suspended. Yeah, uh, that's when all those guys would watch, and then they'd, they'd, they'd show the hit, and then they'd say, yeah. so-and-so, and they'd all go, got jacked. <laughs> and then yeah. it became... Uh, <laughs> it was funny when they... <laughs> it was funny when they'd say it. Too. Well, it's bad, too, that, that, that when I was growing up, that was what was cool about football. I've got an old big hit, just yeah. huge hits. Yeah, I've got an but, old VCR tape of yeah. the old NFLs narrated. Is it Steve Saban or whoever yeah. does yeah. that? Yeah. And they, and it's got all these great hits. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, are they incredible? They got Dick Butkus. They showed yeah. some of his hits. He just totally decleated people. Yeah. I mean, they'd be going this way, and next thing they're going back way, and they're f- backwards, and their feet are up in the air with their little cleats going back yeah. and forth. <laughs> Boom! I mean, yeah. I I saw him on one hit. He hit one guy, and it was like dominoes. He hit one guy, and that guy went boop, boop into another guy, and they just both went down. It, it's hilarious. You know, it, it, it's funny, but then it isn't funny when a guy is uh, paralyzed for life, you know? Right. I mean, well, these so, I mean it's funny. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, you like to see the big hits, but then... When it it really injures a guy badly, ends his career, whatever, or like the what was the one guy's name? Stingley, uh, Daryl Sting- Stingley. Darryl but he Stingley, got hit yeah. by that d- uh, dirty uh, hit by the uh, Ray. They call me yeah, assassin. Ra- yeah, uh, what was his the name? Uh, the def- Tate is it Tatum? Uh, was he I a Tatum? Uh, Jack Tatum. Was well, it Jack-, Jack Tatum? I don't know. I think maybe it was. And he, he had the book. And Daryl Stingley, he hit him in a preseason game of all things. Uh, I think Stingley paid for played for the Patriots. He was coming across the middle. And that's when they deliberately would go for the headshot. Yeah, and it was legal. Guys. It was yeah. legal back then. Yeah. And uh, it, well, not, you know, now they got to tackle low. 
And that's he paralyzed. Yeah, him. yeah. Was... So that was terrible. So that was kind of the beginning of the end. But I'm talking about hits. Yeah, Tom. yeah I know. What I'm you talking mean, yeah. about non-paralysis hits, yes, Tom. I know. They, they I would know. never show the those good, on any wholesome they, hurting. They didn't yeah. have the Stingley hit on on any of those yeah. old NFL. The good old-fashioned ones. It was the, the good old-fashioned ones. Guy gets up shaking they his only, head. Listen, they only caused <sighs> brain damage 15 years down the road. No yeah. big deal or anything like that. And the people in there well, are all dead they, now. Yeah. <laughs> or. Don't, don't. Or drooling <laughs> in a nursing home somewhere. Hey, I, I, <laughs> but I gotta ask, at I the gotta, time, it was yeah. perfectly safe. Yeah. I got to ask Billy. Billy. Billy Schmidt is stepping in for our regular producer, Greg. Greg's got strep throat, and so Billy Schmidt was nice enough to get up early and come in today. Now, you play football. Mm-hmm. Have you had any concussions? Whew. Um, yeah. If yeah. I counted them on both hands, I'd be able to fill it up. Really? Yeah, I've had quite a few. Really? Um, uh, through my four years of college, I had one outside of football. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, man, it's so many of them too are are the ones that aren't the biggest hit. Right. You know, they they I've had a couple that came in practice just during a, a blocking drill, and somebody yeah. hits you, gets their crown down right yeah. into your mouth, just yeah. like how Adams got hit. Yeah. And uh, so the one outside of football is when you tripped on the stairs with the keg in your <laughs> keg in your arms. Well, see, I was I was holding it up <laughs> and I was right. yelling at somebody, <laughs> and then I dropped it. That's and, what uh, I figured. That was, yeah, that was it had how to be it all something went like that. All right. Well, Danny, <laughs> you haven't been uh, hunting yet. You're waiting for the cooler weather, right, to get out there with the bow? I can't remember. I've had too many hits to the head no. lately. Uh, too many con- too many concussions. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm waiting for the. Plus, I'm still sick, man. Yeah, I know you're still, still not feeling good. a little bit good. better, but man, oh man. When when's your uh, next outing? Do you plan on to get when's, out there in the woods? When's my next outing? Well, I mean, do you plan on getting out? <laughs> I was thinking this month. Uh, probably next week. Probably yeah. next week. Uh, I want to go see mom, but I can't go to a nursing home if you're sick. You can't no, go in there and no, do that. No, 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 you don't want to do that. I was that. thinking of driving up to my, uh, check my stand and check the trail cam and mm-hmm. maybe do a little, but you know, it's a three hour drive up just to go up and check a trail cam and mm. three hours. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know I yet. put the boat away this week. You did. Took huh? it to Dale uh, out at, uh, by Pewaukee there. And he did the winterizing for me. And, um, mm-hmm. and I got her. To the storage guy, so shutting the season down early this year yeah. just because got a lot to do. I'm not shutting it down. I'm go- My son is picking me up today at the radio station with his boat. How's that Winnebago trip going? Are you oh, guys yeah. going to get going no, on that? Actually, today we're soon? gonna today we're gonna go to Delavan. Delavan. Yeah, we're going out to Delavan today. So. What's the hot bite on Delavan? Uh, right now, from what we hear, they, uh, my son called me and said the the hot bite was on crappies, big crappies. But while I'm there, I'm going to catch some. I'm going to, definitely going to catch some largemouth bass. Might catch a few smallies. I'm going to catch some walleyes. I'm going to catch some northerns. I'm going to catch a lot of stuff. <laughs> you got to go in positive, you know. Well, you're I'm just like, already just going to mm-hmm. be going in there electroshocking or something. Catch <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. I did that hear that um, that on Winnebago, people are still getting perch and walleyes. Uh, I did hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, perch, there's uh, still people getting some perch up there in uh, Little Sturgeon Bay and Sawyer, Sawyer, Sawyer Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, ducks, uh, I guess the duck waterfowl hunting with this heat has not been the hottest. For well, that's why we, I mean, yeah, we need it to cool down now, yeah. And then uh, I believe the Ducks Southern Opener, I think, is going on today. I think there's yeah. something going on. Is today on. October 1st? Or is it, no, today's the 30th, today's I think. The, yeah, today's the 30th. 30th. So, yeah. 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 So 
And um, let's see, what else news around? Oh, some of the Chinook are starting to come into the rivers. Mm -hmm. They're starting to come up into the Sturgeon Bay Ship Canal as well. I think they started, didn't it start like last week or so? Well, the, with the cooler. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, so it's not going great guns yet. Right, but it, right, it, it's right. starting, so we just need things to cool down a little yeah, bit for that. Yeah. A, uh, a cougar was caught on a trail cam up in Where? Clark in Marathon counties. Oh, up there? Yeah. Yeah. I think they, it sounds like it's the same cougar. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't want to meet one of those in the woods. You know what? Actually, I wouldn't worry about meeting a cougar. No? No. Nah. Cougars are. Well, oh, if she was good looking. They're, <laughs> they're a calling species. And, of course, Billy, you know, like, there's cougars, and then, you know, there's saber tooths. <laughs> they're, so, yeah. they're so old, they should be extinct. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> that would be like some. I thought of that term years ago when I was up at the Vermilion Lodge Dam. And there was like some 65, 70-year-old dolled-up woman sitting there. And she was given, you know, we were young 50-year-old guys or 45-year-old guys, and she was giving us goo-goo eyes. Oh, and uh, my buddy said something about a cougar. I said, that's not a cougar. That's a saber tooth. It is a saber That's when it hit me. <laughs> hey, I've got something here for lure collectors. What's that? And I, I'm going to bring it up the first hour, and I'm going to bring it up in the second hour, too. Uh, but for oh, by the way, if anybody wants to get in touch with us, yeah, Billy, you got to go get the phones. <laughs> Gary Ellerson always sticks them over there. Yeah, I don't know Jeez. why he does that. Yeah, but anyway, it. Uh, anyway, seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. That's four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty, or you can email us live at CEO Guys at Yahoo dot com. So that's in, in case you've got any questions, comments, or whatever. But anyway, for for those of you who are lure collectors or no lure collectors, you'll be interested in this. Over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, uh, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. Shop bar uh, yeah, and casino. Yeah. They, uh, John Lehman had a collection of frog-colored lures, from old ones to newer ones, big ones, little ones, all different kinds. Mostly green. Yeah, they were, they were all green and black spots or whatever. <laughs> There's 50 now they're in a uh, on a in a table with a glass top and they're under the glass of course and the tables what do you say Danny like 3 feet by 3 feet or so something like that roughly something like that anyway there's 54 of them in there I went up there and I counted them now John's got prices on every one of them and when I totaled it all up it was $1420 but you know how John would overprice things a little bit you know so Let's say $700 would be more apropos, okay, $700. But if you're interested in this whole collection, table and all, everything, we're going to take the best reasonable offer, all right? Best reasonable offer. You come out to Smokies, you look at it, make an offer, and uh, you just might have – I mean, it's a pretty neat collection. They're all frog-colored frog lures, all sizes, from all eras, so – you know, if somebody wants to buy that, we got it. So, and like I said, best reasonable offer. Anyway, but it's 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 worth at least, I'd say at least seven hundred. Does anybody collect lures anymore, Tom? Yeah, they still do. They have that big lure convention down by the airport every year, or they'll have it someplace. Uh, every now and then, it's down here by the airport, but uh, they have it in different areas. But every state has their own lure collection convention. You know. They all do. Yeah, there's still a lot of guys out there collecting them. Sometimes they find uh, something that's worth, you know, 
really big money, you know. So of course, then once it's all worth all this money, again, that's only if you sell it, it's worth the money. Well, it's only you worth say, whatever somebody will pay right. for it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, you got these people; they have these collections. But it's the rarity, you know. It's the rare. If there's something that was made in 1894 and they made a hundred of them, and there's only four of them known anywhere, well, yeah, it's going to be worth some money, especially if it's in good condition. Did you ever you collect know? lures? No, no. Did you ever collect anything? Yeah, when I was a kid, I had a coin collection, you know, when I was a teenager. Yeah. You know, with the pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, and all that. But one time, we didn't have any beer money, so <laughs> I, used, I used that. You know, which I shouldn't have done. It I had time. a nickel collection. I started a nickel collection mm-hmm. when I was a kid. They had they had like these little fold out books. Yeah, the, they were blue. They were blue books. Yeah, yeah. Remember those blue I books? Had them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you could put the put them in there, and they'd have the years mm-hmm. and the ones from the like the forties or yeah, was it the war? The war ones were yeah. silver nickels, and they were supposed to be rare. I remember back back when I was a kid, one would be worth eight dollars, which yeah. was a lot for a nickel. Yeah. And uh, are you sure you're not thinking of the pennies? No, the 19th... no, I had a nickel okay. collection. There okay. was a silver nickel, okay. and it had a P up above the uh, on the back. It okay. had a P. So my first one that I ever found was at a preseason Packer game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I got changed, and I looked. Voila! You a silver one. nickel. I was all excited. So throughout the years, I I, I got you know a number of them, yeah. and uh, of course, when I went off to college. That nickel collection, along with all my yeah. football cards, which might be worth money now, all of that stuff disappeared. Oh. It's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah. Well, I know there's a penny. If you find a 1944 P, I think, or D penny, a silver, I mean, excuse me, a steel penny, there's oh, there's only like 30 in existence. Because right at, you know, they needed copper for the Second World War. So... For, for a short period of time, they, as a matter of fact, they were going to make them. They struck them uh, in 1943. They were making steel pennies in 43. Then in 44, they weren't going to do it. And one mint started striking them, and then they said, hey, stop, stop the presses. We, we're not doing those anymore. So there were only about 100 made, and now there's about 30 in existence. A 1944 steel penny. If you find one of those, that's worth big bucks. So if they made about 100 of them. Or and less. They said, "Stop the presses." They must have made them for about two minutes. Or less. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, boom, boom, I'm sure boom, they boom. Oh yeah. Kick them out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Orders came down from headquarters. Stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you find one of those 1944 steel pennies, okay. that's, a, gonna that's go worth a for, lot I'm of money. Go look for some this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we got to go to a quick break. That's what we're looking for, Billy Schmidt, to start pressing the buttons, and we'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bet we're hot, baby. You can't handle it this hot. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're coming to you, Tom, from the Bait Made Fish Attractant Studios. Yes, we That's are. Still correct here. Yep, last Sponsored week. Sponsored by Coleman Insect Repellents. Speaking of that, speaking of co- insect speaking repellents. Of Coleman Insect Repellents. You know when it was really warm out last week? You know, yeah, it was really day? It was well, warm. I know, every I know it was day. warm, right? And the no-name bookie and his wife were up at their lake cottage, and and I said, and which is up, you know, near the Dells area, 
And I asked him, I said, well, how bad were those mosquitoes still? Because this summer they were really bad up there. And he says, I didn't see a one. And I said, really? I mean, it was that warm and no mosquitoes? I, I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. So I've been surprised myself. Yeah. I've been seeing few mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, really haven't been seeing a lot. And uh, I don't know why. Of course, this thick bush hide, you know, they have a hard time getting through yeah. there. You know, but, I'm kind of impervious. Yeah. I, I, I'm just wondering, like, uh, it, I mean, I know they go away in the fall, you know, I mean, but we yeah, had such warm weather. I think they weather. hibernate. Yeah, well, whatever they do. I think mosquitoes hibernate. Yeah, I don't know. They they go into their dens. Yeah. <laughs> First, they stock it full of yeah, food. Yeah. A lot of blood in there. Yeah. 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 A, A B negative, whatever. Well, they're, they, they kind of like type O. Is that it? They like O. Yeah, they're partial to that. Okay. And they stock up, and then that's when they have their litters as well. They have their baby mosquitoes, uh and they come out in the spring and attack you at the the first picnic. Yeah, somebody's probably believing that out there. Is that a hornswoggle, Tom? (laughs) It might be a hornswoggle, Danny. It might be a hornswoggle. We might have to write that one down here for a contest. You know, uh, Billy, we played, you know what the hornswoggle is, right? Were you here when we were playing hornswoggle? Come on, on, Tom. Hey, I can't remember that far back. It's been so long since you've been in the studio, you know? You know what I'm Because you're doing all the big time stuff. You want to know what I'm most surprised about, Billy? He hasn't insulted you yet. And, and, well, and called you fat it's or anything. Six twenty-three. All right, so let's there, give him time. There's plenty of there's time. An here. Hour, yeah, there's an hour and. Thirty <laughs> minutes. Why is it always me? Why me? What did I do? What did I do, Lord, to deserve this? What did I do? Tom always gets his pain look on his face. <laughs> Why is it always me? You know, I was going to bring Sorry, some lice. That's all right. I was going to bring some Lysol into the studio this morning to spray the microphones and the counters and all that. <laughs> Wouldn't work. It's a good because idea because ev- everyone is sick at this place. Exactly. I mean, Bill Michaels is sick. Our producer is sick. There's some other guys who are sick, you know. <laughs> and it's like, man, you know, we, we should, like, wipe this place down in Lysol, you know. I mean, in well, bleach. Sp- <laughs> you should definitely wipe that one down because Sparky is sick, too. Oh, And that no. entire family is just like, I, I told them that they should just put a big quarantine drape over it. They got to yeah. quarantine, quarantine the fight and then just fumigate it. Yeah, fumigate the Get whole family. Next thing you know, we'll see like police yellow tape around it, guys walking with hazmat suits and stuff, a helicopter up above his roof. Just to make sure. Just yeah. to make sure. I didn't know he was sick, That's too. That's virus. Well, guess- he, was, he was on the show yesterday, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he, he plays through the pain. Yeah. He's on, yeah he's a t- he is a trooper. He's a yeah. gamer. Yeah. He, he is a trooper. Uh, I guarantee you, Tom, next weekend, mm-hmm. you're going to be sick, buddy. I better not be. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Uh, like last week when mm. I couldn't talk yeah. and you carried the ball, well, I'll do that for you next okay. week. Okay. All right. Don't worry. You can count on Bushy. I'm going to start taking my vitamins then right won't away. Work. Won't work. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about those. Yeah. So you take your antioxidants? No, I, I it, it's a... It's, well, that's what it's vitamins not, are. Yeah, okay. It's not a secret concoction. What is it? Then? It's a... Uh, whole Neubauer family. It's a... Uh, Double dose of B12, C, and zinc. Those three. Does it come in a package? No, no. You buy the pills, you know, you buy the vitamins, and then oh. you do a double dose of everything it, once in the morning, once in the evening. And you do that. Is, as soon as you start feeling like a little sinus thing or a throat thing, you take that really hard for like three days and then just go down to one of the, each pills a day uh, for, you know, twice a day, I should say. And uh, that will shorten the length of your cold You know, I will say I generally take multivitamins and mm-hmm. supplements for like the yeah. last, I don't know, 15 years. Mm-hmm. 
and I ran out of my multivitamins about a month ago, and I haven't bothered mm-hmm. replacing them. And I'm starting to think maybe I'm not getting the antioxidants maybe I should. Because normally, you know, a guy like me in peak physical condition here, I bounce <laughs> yeah. back quick. You know, I get yeah. nine hours of sleep every yeah. night. Uh, but I do have have some. When I was a kid, I had some asthma, so sometimes mm. you know when I get those chest colds, yeah, it seems oh, to yeah. affect me oh, worse. Oh yeah, yeah, that's bad. But uh, a teacher that I work with, he has these little. It's like a little powder packet, yeah, like a Kool Aid type packet, yeah. and it's got those antioxidants and stuff. And you apparently mix it in your yeah. Uh, some of the stuff is called airborne, and the other one is cold. And he swears by and, it. Yeah, because you know what the three main ingredients in there are? Zinc, B12, Zinc, B12, B12 and C. And C. What was that? <laughs> it was Hulk Hogan saying, you are, say your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother. Say your prayers and eat your vitamins. <laughs> oh, That's right. That's right. Uh, well, anyway. I'm with, Hulk, I'm, all, I'm with the Hulk 110%. Yeah. I got to go buy some vitamins. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, what kind of vitamins do you get, Tom? What brand? Yeah. You know, where do you uh, go? Whatever's on sale. The Flintstone. It's all the same. Got, that's what I was going to ask. Do they They're still make the Flintstone vitamins? Chewable. <laughs> I think they make them chewable now or something. Oh, yeah. They're all like gummies. gummy bears. Yeah, like yeah. gummy bears and stuff like that. Do they like still that. make the Flintstone? I, probably. See, I I'd have know. an issue with that because I'd just be sitting there and I'd you think oh, you're nice, a, I got a bag of gummy bears. Yeah, and yeah. gummy bears. Yeah, no. Having all my vitamins in one know. day. <laughs> Whatever's on sale. The kid's been on the crapper all day because he ate half a <laughs> bottle of Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> Somehow I don't think that could be real good for you. I don't no. think it would kill you necessarily, <laughs> but it would do something. Well, too much vitamin A will kill you. Will it? Yeah. Vitamin A. Wait, now, if you go mega, mega, mega. Vitamin, vitamin A, A must be you. the type that uh, your body doesn't store necessarily. Right. It, right? It, it's it, one that it you builds burn. up in your liver. And that, it can yeah. build up in the yeah. liver. Mm-hmm. Well, most people got lots of other things to worry about as far as their liver is concerned, as opposed mm-hmm. to vitamin A, let me tell you. That's true. But anyway, uh, well, we, we were talking about, well, we did talk about a number of different things. But uh, you said a guy named Jerry called the show and said the Gary. Big, Gary. Well, no, that, Jerry. Jerry. Was it the, Jerry? It was Jerry. That the big bluegills were biting on uh, Delavan Lake, huh? He said that he's been out there uh, the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and the uh, the crappies and bluegills have just been biting off mm-hmm. the chain. Well, you see, I, I personally hate going to Delavan Lake unless I can go during the week early in the morning because... I, I argued with my son last night that it's going to be so busy. The parking lot's going to be full by the time we get there and blah, 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 blah. You know, and he said, no, 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 it's not bad. It's fall, you know. And I said, I don't know. Well, I I hope it's not that busy because Delavan Lake can be really nuts. I was on that lake one time, Danny. It was dead calm, right? Not a wisp of air. But that boat didn't stop rocking because there were so many boats on the water driving around in circles that your boat kept rocking side to side. I think I was starting to get seasick there. It never stopped, even though it was a dead calm day. You know, your well, boat never stops rocking. Any of so our, many boats. All of our lakes can be like that. That's why in Pewaukee. Well, that one's really busy, busy. That's why Pewaukee, I, I like to do the off times when there's not a lot, yeah. a lot of people out there. Because you can yeah. be, you're right, you're right, Tom, it can be flat, calm. And you're getting rocked like yeah. like 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 Michigan, like a hurricane. Rock yeah. you like a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. We'll play that one. <laughs> Here I am. Rock you like so. But yeah, I I, I you know I I'm just hoping it's not 
as busy as a normal. Well, it's funny. Summer, I'll be out fishing summer. with clients, and if we're standing, yeah. you know, some people don't have the greatest balance, and mm-hmm. and I'll see one of those big wake waves from oh, some. Yeah, and you know, sometimes the, the sleeper ones are a boat will go by, you know, like a good distance. Oh yeah, like yeah, a big yeah. boat or something. Yeah, yeah, barge, whatever it is, yeah. and you, it, it's long gone, but that big wave is yeah. slowly coming. So right, I'll just right. I'll just look at the boys and say, "Rogue wave!" <laughs> yeah, until they turn around. Here it comes. Watch your balance. Yeah. You know, on, on, on Winnebago, uh, in big bodies of water like Michigan and Winnebago, it seems like, I forget, it's like every fifth or seventh wave, just under normal conditions, like mm-hmm. breezy, you know, every fifth or seventh one or something like that is always a larger one. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. And somebody told me about that years ago, and it, and it's true. It's like every fifth or seventh one, whatever it is, <clears throat> is larger than the other ones. I remember one time yeah. on... Uh... Lake Erie years ago with Dan Johnson, mm-hmm. fishing fever, the taxidermist Dan Johnson, his brother Ron, the bass, bass pro. So me and Ron and Dan were on Lake Erie like in 1996, and it's always rough out there. Mm-hmm. He only had about a 17-foot smoker craft, and uh, we were going up and down, and we're going directly okay. at him, right? But then I and Dan could see it coming. There was a big one coming. Yeah. And Dan didn't say anything to Ron. And Ron was laying up front in the bow of the boat, kind of with his head back. Yeah. He's wearing his, his blaze orange hood and everything, yeah. full winter clothes. And this wave went whoosh right over the top <laughs> and got him. <laughs> of course, we felt really bad for him as we laughed. As our, you laughed, laughed your our rear ends off. off. <laughs> we said, don't worry, Ron, it didn't mess up your hair or yeah. anything. <laughs> Well, folks, we're going to get going to another commercial break. After this break, we will have the gut report. And don't forget, after the 645 break, we will be doing Hornschwaggle. Danny was going to ask. He's going to make some statements. What was that You're question? Gonna, we were to, oh, mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. you I'm are going to win some wonderful prizes if you get two out of three correct. Wonderful. Anyway, yeah, we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, you know what I tried this week, guys? I tried part of one of Danny's recipes and one of my recipes, and I kind of combined them. I took some fish, okay? Now, you know my brown butter recipe where you put like a half a stick or a stick of butter in a pan, depending on how many fillets you have. And it depends upon the thickness on how long you let them in there. But anyway, and I get that butter melted, and I get it to where it just starts to, like, turning a little brownish, you know. I put my fillets in, just a touch of salt and pepper. And then, you know, I have on my electric stove, I have it on number five. But then I turn it down to number three, you know, medium-low heat, put the fillets in, put the cover on. And like I said, depending on the thickness of the fillets, wait, like, you know, five, eight minutes. It depends. And they're kind of like, you know, braised or, or, or steamed or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, then when I put them on the plate, I put a little dill weed on them. Well, I had some uh, salsa sun chips. You guys don't know what sun chips are, right? They're delicious, right? Anyway, I took these sun chips, and I crushed them up, and I sprinkled them on the top, okay? I'll tell you what. The, 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 the butter... Oh, I, I did take some of the butter out of the pan and put it on the fish first, <laughs> you know. But with the with the brown butter, you know, recipe, and then with Bushy's crushed up, you know, you could use Doritos, uh, 
what were those Pringles Bushy uses? Pringles or Sun Barbecue. Chips? Yeah. You can use whatever you like on it and sprinkle it on the top. And I'll tell you what, with that butter and the and a little bit of crunch and and I don't know, it was just really good, right? It was just really good. So folks, you might want to try that one day. Take one of your favorite chips, you know, flavored chips, and put it on the top of your fish if you make them in that brown butter recipe. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. So I combined two because <laughs> Bushy does, sprinkles this stuff up when he does his uh, brown trout. And so I did the two together, and it was really, really good. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Hey, Bushy, I got a question for you. Yeah. Ever have a rod break on you while you're fighting a fish or casting? Yeah, I lost a monster trolling a couple years ago with my buddy Joe Cook. Uh, We hooked one trolling, and I handed the rod to Joe, and he's a big guy like Billy, former uh, lineman for college. And uh, he grabbed the rod, and he kind of torqued up on it, and the fish was ripping line. It just snapped, snapped, and we lost the muskie. Well, you know... When it comes to, like, let's say guides on a rod, you know, I can, my, my brother Larry, he, his uh, son-in-law, he had a couple of rods where the tip tops, where the insert came out, okay? And I've got some extra inserts at home, so I went over to my brother's house, his, his son-in-law's rods were at his house, and I replaced the inserts. That's easy. Anybody can do that, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the guides was shot where the insert popped out or broke or whatever, and I told I said, now, I can tie on rod guides, but it doesn't look that good. I mean, they're on there solid. I'm not worried about it. I don't really, I personally don't care if it looks funky or not. But a lot of people want it to look really good, right? Mm-hmm. So I told my brother Larry, I said, here, I'll take the rod with me over to Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle and drop it off for Badger Reel Repair, you know, for Dave's place. And he dropped it off, and he got it back, and I called my brother, and I said, hey, how did that rod look after uh, Badger Rod and Reel Repair got done with it? And he said, it looked like it was like brand new. It was just like every, all the other ones that were there. And I said, from what I understand, Dave's wife at Badger Reel Repair, she does all the rod guides, you know, the winding. And, you know, that that's a real art to do. Sean Gillis does that, too, and he's right, really right, good right. at that with fish addiction rod, you know, rods. And, uh, you know, that's a real art to get those, you know, the windings looking so nice, you know. So he was very happy and pleased with it, and it wasn't expensive at all. It wasn't that much money, you know, 15 20 bucks. I don't know, something like that. So I can, you know, we have always recommended Badger Reel Repair, you know, if you got any problems with your rods or reels. So uh, anyway, but it turned out great. And now his son-in-law is back to using those rods catching fish. <laughs> so. Back to catching fish. Yeah, back to catching fish, which is what I'm looking forward to today. Oh, and I forgot to bring my rain suit, but you know what I always carry with me? A poncho. Yes. I got him in that little plastic bag just in case because you never know. Folks, go to your local whatever store you got. Pick and save. Whatever. They, any store, like I know Sherpers has got them, Midwestern Shooter Supply has them, all the stores. They got them, they're like a buck ninety nine. You know, or whatever. Maybe they might even be ninety nine cents. I don't know, but a buck ninety nine, 
and you buy this little packet. It weighs about a whole ounce or something. I mean, it's really light. I keep one in my car, you know, because you never know, I mean, if you might need it. And then if I'm going fishing and I forget my rain suit, and I'll just throw it in the bag, you know, just in case. You know, you never know. Or if know. you have a son or daughter or relative in the military, they can get these real good army ponchos. Yeah. Yeah, they're camouflage. Mm. Yeah, mostly green. So the fish can't see you. And <laughs> and uh, I think they get them cheap enough at their bear, whatever you know. At the PX. PX. Yeah. They can't steal them, of course, because then they'd get you know sent to prison for life. No, but, but you get know one you, of those. Yeah, you can get the the inexpensive ones for a buck ninety nine, or maybe they're ninety nine cents, whatever they are. And then, uh, but then there's a step up where they're about. Three ninety nine, you know, where they're thicker material, you oh, know, maybe so, have a drawstring, yeah, or yeah. A hood. No, not even a drawstring. They're just thicker, you know. That's thicker. all, just thicker. Yeah. So you know, you get one of those. Just have it with you, just in case. Because what if you, you know, what if you're changing a tire and it's raining and you don't have a rain suit in the car? You always got something. Do you want to you know? know what else it's good for? What's that? Okay, like you get it wet. Yeah. And lay it down on the floor of the boat. Yeah. Like if you're trying to lay a fish on the floor of the boat to measure it. Oh, And you don't want yeah. to get the fish on the carpet yeah, and mess yeah. it all up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a fish-friendly kind of uh That's kind a of good thing. idea. Yeah. Good idea. Um, did you see the guys in the Packer game wearing ponchos when they all exited? Everybody went to the... Yeah, there were those three people sitting there. They were wearing like these plastic... <laughs> the clear? Clear, I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like that's really working good. Those guys had to be getting soaked. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, it's yeah. enough to get you, keep you from... It, it's okay. That, Moderately yeah, damp. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be totally soaked. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. You'll be moderately damp. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the three of them sitting together and they're not, they weren't going to move for nothing. They ain't getting out of that stadium. You know, they, they were there the whole time sitting right there. Rain, lightning, and they didn't care. Hey, listen, Danny. Yeah. You know what's coming up right after this break? Uh, yeah. The Hornschwaggle. Hornschwaggle. Danny's going to ask you, or he's going to make three statements and you got to tell, say, if it's a Hornschwaggle, which means he's. BS in you or no horn schwaggle, which means it's telling the truth. If you get two out of three correct, you will win a wonderful prize package from Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So be the first caller at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 to play horn schwaggle right here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're rocking you this morning. Thanks for tuning in this Saturday morning. You're not out in the tree stand or out in the boat. You're doing the next best thing, and that's listening to us. Or maybe you're doing E, all of the above, yeah. which is which is nice. I so, don't know how they'd be in a tree stand and in a boat. <laughs> It's you possible. said all of the boat, all of the above. Oh, put a tree stand in your boat, eh? No. Let's no. go to Larry. You could take. <laughs> hold on, Larry. You could hold take on, on. You could take a small boat. Tom. Oh, okay. You could put it up in on the your tree. tree stand. Well, if it's a wooden boat, yeah, you could like kind of nail it to the tree. Nail fit up in the. Billy's looking at me like, even if even Billy thinks I'm crazy, then I know this is All I know total. is there's no way in hell I'm getting myself August. up into the tree it, and then sitting in a boat yeah, I, to I, fall I, I, out. You never know. There could be a big flood coming. <laughs> Let, 
let's do Hornswoggle. I wonder if you could get like a forklift by a tree stand to just lift you on up. Just get me on up there? Yeah, hit a button. Like an elevator tree stand. What do you think? I think those are called cherry pickers. Well, you know how like they have those chair lifts where you can sit down and go right up the the steps? Oh, yeah. We could figure out something like that. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Let's do Hornswoggle, Danny. We got Larry on the line to play. Hey, how you doing? Uh, good morning. Doing well, thank you. Good, good well. morning, Larry. I got to put my glasses on. Talk to Larry Tom. Oh, <laughs> hello, Larry. How you doing today? Doing good. I'm doing great. <laughs> All right. No my, work today. My glasses are on. I'm, I'm at my at the door, ready to go in. All right, we'll make this quick. Here we go. So you know how it works. If I'm pulling your leg, it's hornswoggle. If not, it's uh, no hornswoggle. Here we go. Uh, the great ivory hunter Norman Bates once shot 800 elephants with a 32 Winchester special. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Uh, that's a hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Norman Bates <laughs> was you. the one who Thank you. You know, killed people at the motel. Uh, the great hunter, however, do you know who that great hunter was? Famous hunter. This I've is... heard of the name, but don't remember. Car- was it Carmichael? Does it maybe like ring a bell? Caramojo Bell, famous, oh, famed ivory yeah. hunter oh, in Africa. Okay. He shot over 1,000 elephants, and they figure 800, Tom, was with a 7 by 57 cartridge, the lowly. It's a deer cartridge. Yeah, wow. It's a deer cartridge. That? Shoots a 175-grain okay. bullet at about 2,300, but he'd use a solid. Yeah. And what he discovered was that he'd shoot him in the brain. He was an expert shot. And uh, he discovered that, uh, hey, if I hit them in the brain, they go down just as quick with the 757 as they do with the double barrel 450 yeah, right. whatever yeah. with less recoil. Yeah. But he was an expert marksman. Wow. So, okay. Okay. So you're one for one. Uh, the Tamarack is the only Wisconsin conifer to shed its needles. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Ooh, that's a toughie, Larry. I'm trying to think here. I, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that's a hornswoggle. No, that's a no hornswoggle. Okay. Okay, but you're one for you're one for one. I mean one for two. Okay, next one. Uh, black bears are avid tree climbers, but grizzly bears, due to their bulk, uh, rarely, if ever, climb trees. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's a no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Okay, good. good job. All right. So, very good. Thanks for playing, Larry. Do you want, um, let's see, some Coleman with, with DEET or without DEET? With. With DEET. Uh, 25, 40, or 100%? Uh, 25, 40. 20, 20, okay. Uh, 40. So, 40. 40%. Yep. Okay. okay. And then the, uh, for your uh, flavored bait mate, what kind of fish do you like to fish for? You want something walleye, bass, pan? Oh, walleye would be great. Walleye, okay, great. We'll get that. The folks, give it a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll email it to the folks at Bait Mate. They will then send it to you. So, uh, look forward to that in the mail. And uh, as long as Billy doesn't write as sloppy as he normally does and gets your address correct, we'll get it out soon. Okay, thank you very much. All right, take All care. Right. Thanks, Larry. Does Larry got to stay on hold, or do you got to? Yes, I put him on hold to make sure okay. I can go grab his. Yeah, Larry, okay, so he's at Larry, stay you, on Larry, hold. Larry, don't go anywhere. You do that over there, Bill, while, while we do we our talk. radios. We'll talk yeah, over we'll, here. All yeah, right. Daddy and I will talk. Oh, how's yeah. it going, Tom? How's no, it? you know, I'll tell you, yeah, the, the conifer one, that, that was interesting because I, I had no clue on that one. Yeah. I had no clue on that one. Once in a while. What was the name of it again? The Tamarack. The Tamarack, because I've gone through Tamarack swamps. Yeah. But uh, and I believe the tamarack uh, needles are beginning to change <coughs> colors now. Is that right? I believe they yeah. turn yellow. Okay. Yeah. But I knew the one about the grizzly bears. Grizzly yeah. bears. 
And I, I heard a story last week about a guy, you know, they say with with black bears or any animal really, but anyway, black bears in Wisconsin, you never get in between the mother bear and her cubs. Well, this guy was up in a tree uh, looking over here. He, he was bow hunting and uh, two cub black bears, they got startled by some other animal in the area. They came to the bait, you know, mm-hmm. and the mother was there and the two cubs ran up the tree that the guy is sitting in. And he tried shooing them away, but they didn't shoo away. They got above them. So now the mother, she sees her two youngins up there, and somebody's in between the two. And the guy said he was a little nervous, to say the least. Oh, yeah, that happened recently. You, uh, you know, to tell, I I just I heard I heard the story on the radio. I I don't. I've, I've... But anyway, I, I I don't know if it was I, probably last year. Okay, because when I was in Canada year. years ago, one of the guys up hunting with us had that happen. Yeah, that was like thirty years ago. Yeah, all of a sudden he actually climbed the tree. Yeah, and he didn't realize the the, the cubs were already oh. up in the. Oh, tree. they were already up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. So, um, Mama ain't too happy when that happens. You know, this guy's happy. name Horny Larry. What? Huh? What's he what's doing? this? Well, I didn't know how to spell Hornswoggle, so I just figured oh. I'd, I'd just shorten it up. <laughs> well, I thought you were putting his name as Horny Larry. <laughs> let, let me see. Let me Look see that. What the hell? Well, what the hell is this? What's his last name? Where's the last name, Bill? Larry. No, Larry no, was his first it's Larry name. Larry and Larry. No, Larry is his first name. Larry better call back. We need the last name. <laughs> Larry. He Cuff. got his name. <laughs> Send it to Larry and so if you the just, city of Oak Ridge. If you just add, put, send an address and just put Larry yeah. and put the address, they'll get it to him? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Well, if there's more than one Larry living <laughs> in the house, I guess that would might be an issue. <laughs> this is my brother Larry and my other bu- yeah. brother Larry. Yeah. No, that was my Larry and Daryl. Yeah. And my brother Daryl and the other. Now, Larry was actually walking into work. He was standing outside to work, so he's probably not even listening anymore. So, Danny, I guess you're going to have to have that sent to Larry in Oak Creek. At Shepherd Hill Circle. And, Bill, you spelled shepherd, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. Is that the way you spell shepherd, Tom? No, there's only one P in shepherd. Okay. Oh, see, I was I was spelling it the biblical way, I guess. I oh, like, I, I came that, from service. Like, that's oh, a good one. 430 like service. You. That's a, that's a good sure. out on there. That, that was good. That's all right, guys. <laughs> Wait a second. That was a good cover-up. I don't think shepherd in the Bible is spelled S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. No, it's ERD. Right. Yeah. It's ERD. A shepherd. We're watching their yeah. flock. Yeah. And a Why light. are you picking on Billy's? He comes yeah. here once yeah. in a great Why, while. Well, I got him all built and right in. away, Billy, he's picking here. on you. Well, see, I think I think he's just picking up your slack because once again, we're fifty six minutes into the show and, and I haven't gotten haven't one dig yet. So. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. still have Yeah. So 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 Bushy's <laughs> picking it up and he's gonna take over for me, right? Somebody has to. <laughs> you know what I Telling you to make sure you can he can read your writing. Yeah. Well, somebody mentioned that who who did they say who had the worst handwriting here? Was it uh, you Barbara. or how many? It was you or no, Billy? This is good. No, uh, no that's fine. Yeah, no, but it there wasn't was somebody you. that had really bad handwriting. Oh yeah, one what, of our producers. What, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to. I think. can't think of his name, but he I know tired. That, yeah. He had oh. What did he look like? I I don't. Remember. I don't know. He just could. All you producers he, look the same. He, <laughs> what the hell's going There's, on out here? Look, that's number three, Billy, from Danny. That's number three. That's number three. And how many times did I do anything? Zero. I've just been a sweetheart. 
That's me. Well, we've been kind of picking Cuddly, on you. Cuddly, fuzzy bear. Hey, back to Caramojo Bell. Yeah, the great this Caramojo Bell. Who gives a crap? <laughs> the great hunter. Don't you read anything about history, about hunting? Yes, I do. Caramojo Bell. I'll bet you Was whatever. he a black guy? I'll bet you. I mean, from, from Africa? I mean, Car- hmm? I mean. I mean, did he, was he, you know, Right African? away, just because he's from Africa, he has to be Well, they don't have to be, black. But, but a lot of those big game hunters, a lot of the trackers huh. and guides and all that, yeah, they're right, they're from there, yeah, because they know what's going on. So what, is no, that, was that the guy from Africa or was he French? Fortunately, in Africa, they're not as great equal opportunity like we have here. Pretty much the, the yeah. hunters are the, are the white guys. It's the it's the European white guys and the in yeah. the in the in the poor Africans are relegated yeah. to uh, but, backup duty lugging but, yeah but the guy lugging a gun yeah but the which guy they who, hand to the great hey. white hunter as soon as the the, the lion's charging yeah. and things have gone but horribly if things south. don't go right the guy who's going to save your rear end is the African guy who knows what the hell's going and on if, <laughs> he's going to save your rear end and if you <laughs> and if you is the lion's charging. And your gun's empty. If you turn around looking for your loyal gun bear, and you see his ass <laughs> head the other direction, you're in trouble. Yeah. That's why you need the loyal gun bearer who's going to stand there through the charge and hand the uh, firearm to you and you know count he's, on he's you. He's just going to shoot it. He ain't going to give you. But anything. Caram- he's not going to give up his gun. <laughs> Caramojo Bell. Yeah. Um, he. Um, he. I don't know if he had a gun bearer or not, but he shot hundreds. He shot but over. That's when it was legal, he, right? He, yeah, he was an ivory hunter, and for him it was a business. He thought, shot over a 1,000. He uh, was a great proponent, proponent of shooting with open sights. Yeah, really? Yeah, open wow. sights. Wow. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, which, but he'd put the bead. And this is, you know, old Caramojo Bell reminds me a lot of myself because I'd shoot oh, thousands of squirrels, and I was a big proponent of open sights and putting the front bead right on their noggin. I had the old Winchester Model 69A, which was a tack driver 22. Yep. Me and Caramojo Bell. You and Caramojo. Maybe we should start calling you. Famous. Was he related to write a book about Kamara Malabala Jamia? How do you say that guy's name? Kabir Gajabiamila. Kabir Gajabiamila. Is that it? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.